You don't remember that? And welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome to the Freakazoid podcast. Are we rolling? Yes. Oh, wait. Before the most expensive thing you broke. Oh, yes. This okay. is the first question. This stays in. Um, so it's not as exciting as you wish, Adam. I'm, it's not a Maserati. But I was on Modern Family. It was my shortest day on set, my most fun day on set. I had to play tug of war basically with um, Eric, who plays Cameron on Modern Family. And I we know had, this episode. We, you do? Yes. Oh, yeah, we love the, the show. On the boat. We were on the boat yes. in, oh, Mar in Marina Del Rey. Yes. Seen your work. I was doubling Elizabeth Banks, and they had a real Tony Award, you guys. A real one, like it was. It was not a prop, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Just don't break it." I was like, "Yeah, it's fine. I'm I'm focused on falling over the over the boat. Like that was my stunt, right?" Mm -hmm. We're pulling back and forth. I pull it. I fall over the boat. I get out. Everyone's like, "Awesome! That was amazing!" Yeah. Eric looks at me and he's got the the real Tony Award in two pieces. <gasps> yes. Whose Tony Award was it? I actually don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt so bad. But they, it's I mean, their they, fault. It is their yeah. fault. Historical one like Tony Randall's or something. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> right. American. Right. Some I just couldn't believe it. Before James Earl Jones and John Stacy. Yeah. Don Adams. I know he never got one. Wait, whose is it? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's probably the most expensive thing I've that is so that's cool. irreplaceable. Did someone, did someone come up to you and say that's coming under your contract? No, every, everyone was really nice about it because I think they knew how bad I actually really felt. <laughs> so they didn't make wow. any. Well, it also you know. That's true. That's, right, they yeah, were intimidated good. by that's you. That's a good point. Also. <laughs> So they brought two games. Do you? Would you like one? I already have one up in the house. I I also brought Adam a Danish. I heard. I heard. That's good for that's good for us though. It is good. And for us. what's an episode like of Danishes? slouching towards enlightenment without eating into a microphone? <laughs> it's it's, a, it's become kind of an issue. <laughs> Enjoy. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> All right. All right. So that was okay. our cold opening. Yes. So in, insert Fredo's uh, song here. Song here. Insert song. Here we are. Welcome to Slouching Towards Enlightenment. Thanks for joining us. This is the podcast that asks, are you going to eat the rest of that Danish? <laughs> or those chips. Or those chips. Or those almonds. And I'm Teo Burkhart. Yes, I'm Brian Rose. And we and have a guest. Yeah. We have a we special have, guest. We have a very special guest. 
someone were trying to get to move to Santa Fe. Yeah, this is all a much larger plan to get you here. So yeah. just know that. Yeah, we Love were it. saying, how do we get Haley to move to Santa Fe? And we we figured having you on the podcast would, yeah. would really the seal deal. the deal. Because now if you don't, you, now you feel like you owe us one. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Being on a world famous yeah. podcast. So this is Haley Wright, a, stu- a meditation student and dear friend of mine. And she is a kick-ass stunt woman who um, travels the world falling out of buildings and taking guns out of actors' hands and punching them in the face. (laughs) 40 feet feet once, right? 40 feet out of a building once. Yes. That's a good memory from the other night. Um, You did that the other night? No, we talked about (laughs) it the other night. Didn't you see it? (laughs) That was Saturday? I did that on the weekend. (laughs) That was one of my favorite stunts, actually. Yeah. 40 feet. That's incredible. What's fun about Haley is when you drop her off somewhere, you don't stop the car. You just open it. (laughs) You you push her out. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you know, just constantly training. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You just punch her in the face and push her out. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then back up over her. It's like shaking her hand. You just, yeah. (laughs) I'm still human, you guys. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm still human. So, um... So I wanted Haley on because she has a really interesting story, and she's mm-hmm. really interesting. And she learned. I, I want you're you're going to have to tell your meditation story, but yeah. Haley learned right when the world was ending, kind of the in March of 2020. Yep. The when we started our course, there were no runs on toilet paper, and by the end of the course, four days later, there was no toilet paper left in America. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was in that it, it was in was that literally in that week that the world was yeah. ending. So tell us while I eat a Danish <laughs> <laughs> what got you I we I want to know because I, I don't know your entire story. I know mm. some of it, but tell us how you got into stunts. Okay. And then how that got you into meditation. Yes. And I'm going to sh- stuff my face, but go ahead and listen. <laughs> and I'm enjoy your Danish. <laughs> so I was a I was a gymnast um, from the age of seven to 17, 18. Um, I trained like 38 hours a week and just gymnastics was life. Um, And then from there, I I got scouted to work for Cirque du Soleil. So that was that was a trip. I left Australia at 19 and moved to Vegas to to perform to be in a circus yeah I ran away with the circus <laughs> which I love saying that because I kind of really felt like that um so yeah did your I, parents mind no you were 19 were, at that point yeah anyway. and and I had already traveled a lot with gymnastics so they were you know they were okay they were just kind of pumped for that's me. a big jump though yes that, to go to Las Vegas and be in a show like that huge yeah. yeah and and again like gymnastics is life like when I finished competing I, I was a little lost I wasn't sure like what I wanted to do um, with my life. So then when I got the call to work for Cirque, it was like, it's just perfect, you know. But yeah, huge transition. Moved to Vegas, performed, had the time of my life. I then went on tour with Cirque du Soleil with a, with a second show called Corteo. Um, so I was on tour for two years. And then I made the crazy transition to stunts. I didn't even know stunts was an industry until I met um, a girl named Christina Basket. She was a performer in Cirque du Soleil with me. Um, and she was kind of making the move to, to LA to, um, to do stunts. And I was like, that's so cool. Like, tell me more. You know what? I don't, I don't get it. What do you do? Like, you know, and she was a gymnast as well. So I thought, 
oh, maybe I can do that eventually. So she she was doing stunts for maybe two years while I was on tour. And then I was like, this is it. I just have this feeling, this motivation. Just, I'm just going to try something new. So I just up and left Cirque, moved to LA, knowing like maybe two people. Well, what intrigued you? Was it, <clears throat> was it movies and Hollywood or was it like, like beating someone up? Or, or the yeah, adrenaline was, from the beating adrenaline. someone up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was kind of, it was a bit of everything. It was like Hollywood movies, TV. Like she was, she would, she would post yeah, stuff good. that she, nice. That's good. Crumbs. We've got Danish crumbs Make sure you get all some over on the floor and the table. <laughs> My Danish is spilling all over the place. It, it matches your show. Definitely get some on the microphone like, as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is great. I'm a pig. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to melt. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's melting. I wish you could all see this. No. That's why it's not a video podcast. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> Probably needs to say Many that. reasons for that. Okay, anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't really I don't really know. It, it just seemed cool, and I was ready for a change. So I was like, I'm just going to go and try that. She was a gymnast. I was a gymnast. Like, if she can do it, I can do it <laughs> kind of thing. Um, yeah, so I just moved to LA. I was living in a garage. Where? What part of town? Where was it even? I think it was kind of Van Nuys. Yeah, in a, in a... Was it... So like an actual... Was it like a, a clean garage? garage? No, no was in, it like a, a in a... garage? Yes, it was yeah. a converted garage. I know, that sounded dramatic. You're... <laughs> Mechanics <laughs> No, so it was a, a garage, you know, that my friend was renting. So there was just a mattress, a couch, and he had his drum set. Um, and this friend of mine actually was in Cirque du Soleil with me that had also moved to LA. So it was kind of like, you know, we're both like helping each other out, making this big move. Um, but anyway, long story short. This is a great into- story. No, no, <laughs> tell us all the details. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, now looking back, it's just kind of crazy that I – just moved there not really knowing like what to do I was lucky I had some savings from Cirque mm-hmm. um but I just kind of like and were you relying on your friend your friend was like I'm gonna help you introduce you around kind of yeah <clears throat> she she gave me a few minor like pointers go here train here mm-hmm. um do this and meet this person kind of thing um and I just was super determined that I I think I just hit the ground running and I just trained as much as I could and I started to meet like really great people that were really helpful which I'm super lucky you know because that's not always the way like you could just be left on your own like good luck Mm -hmm. but I really had wonderful like supportive people that were kind of like here go here no don't do that do this kind of thing um but yeah for the last six and a half years now stunts has been my bread and butter and I've been traveling the world um and I've been mainly on feature films which is kind of cool but that's where that's where things actually got a little sticky. So it was like... As sticky as my shirt. As Danish. sticky as that Danish. <laughs> as as the microphone will now forever be. <laughs> as sticky as your expensive furniture in here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so what happened? Yeah, well, so <clears throat> I went from kind of bouncing around on TV shows to then doing like a week on a movie or a couple of weeks on a movie to then being like, boom, you're the lead double <clears throat> on this big feature film and then next feature film another feature film another feature film so I went like four big movies in a row with very little time in between 
Um, and it's it, a lot. It's a lot. And all of a sudden got very overwhelming and I was just kind of stressed and anxious and mentally exhausted. Um, and not really like not myself. I kind of just was beginning to be riddled with fear and doubt and like mm. it was this really strange kind of downward spiral all of a sudden, which didn't make sense. This is 2019 or before? This is, um, oh, that's a good question. When was, it was 2019. It was a little bit the end of 2018 into 2019 and then like the end of 2019 was the big bang. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bang being your ankle. Bang being my ankle, yes. Mm. So I... I took a job um, that just came out on Netflix actually called Kate and it was doubling Mary Elizabeth Winstead who I doubled a a handful of times at this point. She requested me to go out to Thailand with her for this film which was amazing Um, and super like grateful heart and and excited about it but also like I had this deep feeling inside of like I really need a break. Yeah. Like mm. I'm. Ooh. And, and you if you put break. it that way. Yeah. The universe is like, yeah, we'll organize that for exactly. you. Exactly. Oh, you guys, wow. if you, if you reach so out to like my closest friends, they will have somewhere in their phone, like a message of those actual words. Like I need a, I need break. a break. Yeah. I was putting so that out there yeah. too much. Well, not too much. I need yeah. a million dollars <laughs> and a napkin. What do you need? <laughs> You guys, a sponge. Is, let me get you a No, sponge. no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I was just kidding. Can can, just give part. me the million dollars. Oh, I don't need the napkin. Just the million. <laughs> this is why Teo is the best Thanks. meditation teacher, you guys. There's also a roll of paper around. tiles out in the driveway. <laughs> Did you see it? No. Wait, in my driveway? Yeah. Just sitting there? You're just sitting there. Oh, the cleaning ladies were just here. They, were they cleaning the, the dirt driveway? They were. God, how thorough. <laughs> I didn't see that. Um, I have <clears throat> the eyes of a meditator. I can see a roll of paper Very towels. Which means awareness. that they're shut most of the time. Right, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're blind. Okay, so so go on. You you literally said to everybody, I yes. need a break. I need a break. And um, then? And then you the got universe it. delivered. Wow. Yeah. But it was, it was a, the timing was like, it was kind of heartbreaking because I put in a lot of hard work in pre so like before a movie is made there's you know there's a a bunch of time or it depends on like rehearsing and yeah training yeah yeah. sometimes you'll get a few weeks sometimes you get months and so I, i was in thailand prepping kate for a good month and a half two months after not having a break for a long time um but putting on putting in all this hard work but being miserable i was totally miserable and I was like, you know what? I've got two months of night shoots coming up of this movie. Like, just get through it and then you can take this break, you know? So I really was trying so hard and I, I, I mustered up the strength. I got rid of as much negativity as I could just in time for shooting. Like, literally the day before we started filming. Mm. I was like, all right, cool. I got this. Ready. Game yeah. face. Yeah. Game face. It was like yeah. full switch. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> first week of filming... The first week of um, second unit. So when there's a big action movie, they'll generally have two units, a main unit with Mary. She's Mm -hmm. doing her pieces. And then second unit, we're getting as much action with me as possible. So it's the first night of second unit. There was this huge fight. I mean, multiple fights in that movie, but one of the really big ones, the first shot of the (gasps) night. 
So like set up, everyone's amped. We've got a huge night. Let's do this. The first shot, you guys, I get um, like kind of judo thrown over a kitchen counter. Snap my ankle. <gasps> on the landing? Yes. On the counter or when you came off the counter? On the floor. Uh, did and you did you hear, hear it? it? Yes. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I heard did it. Did you cry? Like where you, did, it was, what happens in that moment? Everyone knows that you're hurt. No. Did so, you oh, did you hear it but it didn't feel the pain no, for a few no, minutes? No, I felt it. Aye. I knew right away. So I've had all I've had all the injuries in the world, but I've actually before my ankle I'd never like broken a bone. It had always been like a ligament or a herniated disc or whatever. Um, But yeah, I I got thrown over. I basically blanked, like I blacked out because I kept kind of moving slash acting my way to the position that I needed to Mm -hmm. land in in order to match the actress, like where, you know, to pick up the next shot. But I, they all cut and I was like, what just weird, like I fully blacked out. And then I was like, my ankle, that's not good. I'm about to look down and my ankle's like 90 degrees. You were standing up at this point? No, I was, I was on you, the floor. Oh, you're on I was the floor. on the ground, like yeah. on, on my back kind of thing. Yes. I looked down and my ankle's normal. Like it wasn't 90 degrees. And I was like, okay, this is fine. This is good. Maybe Even just... though it was snapped really loud and it really, really hurts right now, it's, I think it's okay. So I stand up and just could not put weight on it. Everyone's like, are you okay? And I just had this like blank... Just oh, no. nothing. No tears yet. <laughs> yeah. Not until I got to the hospital. But yeah, it was um, it was heartbreaking. It was frustrating in the moment, you know. It was painful. Yeah. It was like it was all the emotions. There's everything too because you're also shutting down production for the day. You're like a lo- oh. there's a lot of it's connected to so many things. Ugh. So many things. Yeah, it was very it was, it was very dramatic. Um but I got my break, you guys. You got your you break got your big in break. all the ways. Got, your yeah. big break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so that led me to then doing my recovery in Australia, which I hadn't spent more than a week or two weeks in Australia for like almost, Since you left for the circus. Yeah, for like 11 years or something. And when you came back with a broken ankle, did everybody say, I told you so? <laughs> Running off to the circus like that. No. We knew you'd come back and... They didn't. That's nice of them. That was nice of them. It was yeah. very polite of everyone yeah. in yeah. Australia Sweet. to give you that. Yeah. Length. Were they all like, nor? <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, nor. <laughs> I think you're more Australian than I am. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, they were like, oh, you needed to break your ankle to come spend some time at home, right? Right. <laughs> but yeah, so I spent like a good six months in Australia with my family and my, um, well, now fiance, we were just... Um, boyfriend, girlfriend at the time, but it was amazing. I needed that, you know, um, I really needed that, that time. Then just before I was going to head back to LA to get back into it, like I'd done all my recovery, um, Dre and I, my partner were like, let's go to Bali, like just super spontaneously, zero plan, zero, like, you know, we hadn't had this idea for a long time or anything. Like, let's just go. Um, I mean, it helps my parents have a have that a villa thing. over there in Kilimanjaro. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, that, that, that sounds great. <laughs> they actually had had it for like seven years, and I'd never never been. Whoa. So I was like, okay. "Let's go. We got to go there." You know. Yeah. Um. So we did, and Dre was like, "I have a great um. I have a, a friend that I think is living in um. Was it Chengdu? 
Jingu. Exhibit. I forget where he was living. Mark Blondell. Who we mentioned in last week's episode. Yeah. 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 Mark's Just keeps coming up. Exceptional human. Yes. Yes. One of my favorites. So <clears throat> so Dre's like, let's go um grab lunch with them. Um, and we did, and we're just, you know, chatting away, normal conversation, and I'd mentioned my ankle and kind of that I wasn't in a great place, blah, blah, blah. And Mark, like, very briefly kind of mentioned um, that he was a Vedic meditation teacher and his connection to the world, and I was like, that sounds really interesting. But he, he really didn't elaborate too much. Like, it was just... Low-key is his thing. So low-key. <laughs> But there was enough charm there. Mm. Something was like, ding, like you need to check out this Vedic meditation thing. And so he's like, well, when you go back to LA, um, hit me up and I'll give you a couple of of people, a couple of teachers out there that you can reach out to if if you feel the need or if you want to Mm. still. As soon as I got back to LA, I was like, can you please send me those teachers? And he sent me three. Teo was one of them, and where we, where on the list was Teo? Was he at the top? Four. Of the list? It was a, it was, a, it was three no. people on the list, and I was number four. No, there was <laughs> yeah. I th- there was three people. I think you would. T- I think it was. No, I don't think there was an order. I actually can't remember, but I do really remember being like straight away drawn to Teo's name. Even yeah. I was like, cool. And I Facebook message like messaged you, and it That's just right. it just flowed so How easily. Quaint. Yeah. Well, because I looked up. Message. Did you just say quaint? How quaint. How quaint. <laughs> How folksy of, of you two. <laughs> but yeah, it just flowed so easily. Um, yeah. I reached out. You replied right away. And then you were like, come do an intro talk. And then if, if you want, you can do the, the four-day course. And I do remember thinking, oh, four days. Wow, that's a commitment. <laughs> Like, I'm going to have to turn down jobs yeah. um, and not train in, like, four days. Wow. Okay. Major oh sacrifice. Yes. Major. Big time. <laughs> really? Like, what a joke. But I remember thinking right. that. Yeah. It's what everybody thinks. Yeah. Like, it's some big thing. <laughs> Just, it's like, yeah. Wild. But, but you anyway, came. I came. I convinced my friend Colby to Colby come also. Mm-hmm. Col- Colby almost used, I've got to, I've really got to do my washing as an excuse to not go. She said, she's, she's like, like washing of hair, washing. Of oh, clothes. you guys say, sorry. Laundry. 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 Yeah. yeah. She's like, I got to do my laundry. Cause I, maybe the, I think the, the intro talk was like a Sunday, you know? Yeah. So she's yeah. like, I've got like, I don't know if I can make it. I've really got to do my laundry <laughs> and like get some stuff done. And then I go, Cole, come on, just come. And she goes, you're right. I'm going to be there. It's like, yay. So we went mm-hmm. and the rest is history. No, yeah. I mean, but yeah, it just. So what was it like for you? What was the first day like? The first day, well, when I, as soon as I met Teo in person, I was like, yes, this guy. (laughs) We were friends pretty quickly. We were friends really quickly. Yeah, Yeah, we didn't have to make friends. It was just like, oh, this is what it is now. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It was immediate, yeah. yeah. Which remember, is weird because you're never like that. Like, that, that's so abnormal. It's really hard to get along with you guys. Like, he's like, I don't know. He's, yeah. He's okay. Oh, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> but, um... So, yeah, tell, oh, tell us about your initiation. No, I had something to say then, but now it's gone. When Where you got there, go? fruits and flowers. Fruits and flowers. I don't remember. Bummer. 
Yeah. Anyways. It was in La Cunada. Oh, that was it. No, I was, I think I had an expectation of like um, meditation, like this guy's going to be really, you know, serious and like guru-like and zen and and I got there and he was just this super normal I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> but that was There's like what... Danish jam all over my t-shirt. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> and I was like, this is my meditation teacher. He loves food as much as I do. <laughs> no, but it was something really like, yeah, you know, that just relatable mm. and real and just chill. Like, oh, this is That's cool. the best compliment that me and my colleagues can receive. Oh, yay. Unrelatable. No one wants to hear that. No. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, I guess there's a couple colleagues out there who might want to be unrelatable. But most of us just want to be down to earth. Yeah. And it really... Yeah. And you took yeah, to it. I took right to away. it right away. Um, but yeah, after the intro talk, there was just zero question. I was like, yes, I, I must. I must learn this. Um, I mean, I really needed it, even yeah. though I had that time to recover from the ankle and the, that whole thing. I really did like I, I wanted and needed something. Yeah, to, and you were questioning to, too yeah. that time. Just if you wanted to continue with stunts, there yeah. was a whole. I think everything up with everything was up for review for you at that point. Everything. <clears throat> yeah. And you needed to find it. You needed to review from a different place than you were in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. So then, yeah, the four days was. Amazing. I remember my first meditation alone. What day is it that you send us back and we do our... There's the initiation day. Then you go home. Then you have a meditation on your own and you come back the next day. Yes. So my first meditation on my own was crazy. Your eyes just got really big. Oh, yeah? Yes. (laughs) Well, that's kind of how it felt when I opened my eyes. I was like, what just happened? (laughs) (laughs) What did happen? I I remember you coming in like... You had something to tell <sighs> what me. What did but... happen? So I had this, oh, I miss my apartment in LA. I had this really cute apartment in uh, like kind of Brentwood area and I had this amazing comfy white couch. And so I sat in this cloud of a couch, did my meditation. And my, I mean, I transcended. I, my body was gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't, I, I was floating. Like I was actually on a cloud. Um, mm. I just couldn't. You know, yeah, you just, didn't know where your hands or legs were or anything yeah, like that. I I was so light that I basically just didn't have a body anymore. And my mind was so still and I just felt so much peace and bliss. And it was so easy to get there. Yeah. And I just remember being blown away, totally blown away. I was like, where has this been my whole life? And so I yeah, I went Went back the second day, like, this happened. What does this mean? I'm like, I couldn't feel my body. And yeah. yeah, so from that moment, I was I was pretty hooked. Um, but yeah, it's just helped me so much, especially, I mean, not to go back to the ankle again, but to really truly heal from that. Because mm-hmm. like physically healing is one thing, but really mentally and emotionally healing from it is like, I feel like that can take years or like you know, that can really right. kind of stick with you a long time. It was such a disruption to your life and yes. such an overhaul of yeah. things that makes so sense. Meditation like definitely helped me clear some of that, you know, and so much more. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm able to enjoy my job again. Like 
again, that maybe sounds dramatic. Like so when did you go so back? Lucky. What did you go back to? Because I remember you weren't working then, or no, you were. I was well. I was just about to get back into it. That's right. Learned meditation, then COVID hit. Then COVID hit. <laughs> yeah. By the end of your course, by the yes. end of the course, the whole country was shut down. Yep. So that was in Los Angeles. Yes. Yep. March. 2020. 2020. The second, first or second week of March. I remember on on the day of the intro talk, yeah. there was rumblings that COVID yeah. was in Seattle. And then by your last day, yep. the whole the country world. was shut yeah. down. Yeah. 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 It was wild. that quick. <clears throat> it was that quick. And to be honest, such the perfect timing for me to learn. Because I think if I learned any other, well, obviously to deal with the whole year of COVID or two years of COVID. But also if I had learned at another time, I don't know if I really would have committed Mm. the twice a day, Mm -hmm. every single day, but because of COVID, like I didn't have to worry about a a. 5am call or a night shoot, like disrupting that. So you were able to get into the rhythm. Like got into such a good rhythm because there was nothing else to do. (laughs) (laughs) But it was great. It was just, it really worked out just so amazingly for me. And how has it been going back to work? Has it been easy to maintain that or difficult? Uh, Both. Because there are the silly hours um, that, definitely makes it difficult sometimes, but it's, it's just helped me so immensely that it's always priority, you know, like, and even if it's a little bit of a shorter one, mm-hmm. one night or something, but it's, um, yeah, it can be difficult, but it's just so worth it that, and again, having that solid year of kind of mm-hmm. like, this is my routine. This is my like jam now. A found, a replace your foundation. foundation yeah, totally. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but it just, it helps me on the daily it really does because the because stunts as a job it's it, it is very fun and there's there's days that are super fun and there's days that are crazy stressful um and you know the pressure can get a lot and you can still get in your head a little bit this that and the other but like to start the day with a with a clear mind and just feeling present and aware and then the same thing like if the day didn't go that amazing it's okay like I can I'll just go do my meditation yeah. and I don't need to like wallow in what just happened and like right. have it stick there you know i mean i'm still human obviously we're all human there's still days um like you know i'll be maybe a hot mess but in general it's just helped me so so much so what, thank you well you're welcome yeah. what what do you think is the is there any like one or is there a profound difference that you notice in yourself now than your pre-meditation days or is there anything that you know that it helps you with or um what's the most significant thing you think it's given you Hmm. I think pre-meditation I would um how do I like if if something didn't go so well I would like really hold on to that and like think about it and and think about it and think about it and and it would just that would like really bring me down you know um whether it's like this perfectionist thing I have from being a gymnast or whatever like if something didn't go right it would really bother me for a long time now I can still like still allow it I guess or like it happens you can feel the emotion or feel bummed or whatever but I can let go of it way faster that's huge that's major yeah Yeah. it's major it really really is that 
that's what haunts everybody. Yes. People just walk around full of regret of what they did over lunch or what they <laughs> did over lunch like three months ago right. or, yeah. or something like that. And I, I and I can totally relate with that. Yeah. When I started doing this, it just yeah, I could just things would just slip away. I wouldn't even realize I was letting them go. I was just found myself moving on. Totally. Yeah. That's exactly what it feels like. Um, and also just a little, like a broader awareness. Like, I feel like you can get so stuck in, in your own world. Yeah. I mean, we all do, right? Um, but there's We actually just... want you to be stuck in our world. Yeah. That is the goal. <laughs> I'm moving. That is our whole purpose. I'm moving. At the end of the podcast, it's <laughs> stuck in our world. <laughs> you can't leave. <laughs> um, but yeah, like a... I feel a little more aware, aware or like, yeah. How do you explain that? Just expansive awareness. Expansive Tapped awareness. Into something greater. Yeah, just yeah, totally. Like it's not less just about yourself, and it's something that's mm-hmm. more all encompassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you've had like a really cool uh, journey as a meditator. I hate saying that, but <laughs> you I hate said the word it. You just said you it, just and said then it captured it. <laughs> I know. I know. Now it's out there and everybody's judging can be quoted for it but guess what now you can let it go i can and let, and I, can't let meditating. I can't let this go i said journey <laughs> <laughs> i've become what i hate so you but you have had this cool journey as a meditator and and uh, in a way that a lot of other meditators don't get which is you have two teachers in a sense I do you have a, you have two communities uh you Learned with me, but then yeah. you went back to Australia and um, Matt Ringrose, uh, my another one of my favorite human beings ever. <laughs> He's uh, he adopted you. You've been on retreats with him and yes. all of my friends, and yeah. so you, and we've been kind of both training you, which is really cool. That is really cool. Yeah, because I wish a lot of my students would. I love my students coming to my group meditations and everything, but it's good. I think for students to get out and meet other teachers as well. Yeah. Because we all have different perspective, different styles, different offerings. What and is that like? Yeah. What is it like to have two teachers? It I mean it's really it's really two cool. of the you, funniest teachers, the by the way. I thought you were gonna say finest. finest. No, no, no. Finest. definitely not the finest. But Matt is one of the funniest he people I've funny. ever met in my life. He is great. And Maraid. Um Maraid yeah, so excellent. I mean it it's awesome. Matt has, I mean, they have such a great community over there mm-hmm. at Bondi Meditation. Um, so I feel grateful that you put me in contact with them because I was um, home in Australia for a little while, again, over COVID. Um, so it was amazing to, yeah, just kind of be welcomed into that community. And then I, um, I guess I followed Charm. I didn't even, I didn't even really know about the ETVs. I can't remember how it came up. Maybe Matt just like mentioned it. I think we talked about it before you left. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And so the timing had worked out that I I did my ETV one with with Matt. Exploring the betas. I was just going to say, sorry. Explain that a little bit. That was wild. I feel like I wasn't exactly like ready, but you you always are. If If you're there, you're ready. If you're there, you're ready. But um, it was super overwhelming. It was like a... um, Three days? Yes. It's, it's, yeah, usually three days three of day recordings, listening to recordings all day about the Vedas, the, the mechanics Veda. of consciousness and nature. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I feel like it's just really all starting to kind of 
connect and sink in now, like a year later. Mm-hmm. The knowledge becomes as profound as the technique. Mm. And mo- a lot of people do the technique and they think I'm good. But really the, the, the Vedic knowledge through exploring the Vedas are, it's, it's like the owner's manual mm-hmm. to being a human being. Or Where are the recordings from? Can I ask that? Or is that like you have to do the course? Yeah, you can, but no. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's my teacher, Tom Knowles. Okay. And he did these weekend retreats where he just did installments of the Vedas. And the Vedas are, these courses are, they're, they're building on knowledge. Mm-hmm. So it's he lays the foundation with Veda 1. Mm-hmm. And then he retrofits that with Veda 2 and then starts building on it with Veda 3. And it becomes this layered, uh, it's it's knowledge that's sequentially elaborated in a in a specific way so the knowledge builds and you can integrate each layer okay to have full understanding of this practical knowledge and the whole point is to reduce suffering increase bliss and awareness and then be a, a, someone who can leverage the laws of nature for the good of yourself and the world. Because mm. you you have all the laws of nature within you anyway. Yeah. In that you're, you're part of that field. You're a wave on that ocean. So when you take that knowledge and integrate it, you become, it's they, he calls it rishi training. And rishis, um, rishis take action. Yogis don't. Yogis, they're, they're not out there uh, using the laws of nature to, I don't know, how would I say it? To make, create, and put into action mm. um, things that the world needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, and then you just started your cities course. So we. Yes, I just so finished my. <laughs> she just began her um, cities course with me. And these are Yoga Patanjali's Yoga Sutras. And okay. again, they're, they're, you listen to the recordings. You can't. You every yogi, yogi I know has the book Yoga Patanjali's Yoga Sutras in their in their bookcase, but you can't get the knowledge out of it by reading it because it's in code. You actually need a master to bring out the knowledge and sort of decode it for you. Patanjali writ. I love that. Yeah. Yes, Patanjali wrote it purposely, hiding the knowledge. This he did because you need the deserving power in order to wield these cities, which are superhuman capabilities. Okay. And if you don't have the deserving power, it's it's like basically he he built a a high fence that no one could climb over. But if you climb over it, you have the deserving yeah. power to get there. Yeah. And and part of that deserving power is to be a meditator. You know, you have to be meditating for some time mm-hmm. and release a certain amount of stress, or else you. Because you, there's more stress release to be unstressed during the cities. Which, Are you which, experiencing this? Yes. <laughs> oh <laughs> releasing gosh. quite a lot of stress. So, so I also back to to Matt and Bondi meditation. I did my first rounding retreat. Um, gosh, I don't know when it was. Maybe six months ago, mm-hmm. or whenever it was, and it was absolutely amazing. But what can come with like a full week of rounding? is a lot of unstressing, but I actually just had the most amazing week of my life or like two weeks in that rounding retreat. And like, it was just very blissful and hanging out with all my best friends. Yeah. Hanging out with all Taylor's best friends in Australia, (laughs) eating the most 
amazing Ayurvedic food by Jess. Jess Chev. Jess yep. Chev is like the best. Oh my gosh, just the best. I've flown guys. her out for my rounding retreats to cook. She's insane. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, and her, she's a sweetheart. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just that week of being with complete strangers, but all rounding together, like all day, every day and just connecting like no phones and pure organic food. Like it was unreal. Um, but my personal experience was I didn't really have like any crazy, like unstressing moment, you know, but the cities, (laughs) 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 the last three days I've just been like definitely unstressing or kind of you're taking a bit of a beating. Yeah. Yeah. What does that look like? What does a beating look like? Um, well, some of these, so the, the, the cities also are layered and you have to put the foundation first before you can get some of the more cosmic or weird cities. And those first sutras or cities are very, what we would think are kind of basic things that any character should have like friendliness or strength or happiness compassion so when you install those cities it gets all the unfriendliness out of you it gets all the weakness out of you and it has to go somewhere yeah right so you so you're learning how to be friendlier more compassionate happier and stronger and what you start feeling is unfriendly yeah (laughs) (laughs) and weak is that putting it lightly? Unhappy. Yeah, it's so crazy because because it, it's like, moving out. But when right. it, yes. when it's moving out, it feels like you're unstressing. Feels like you're getting stressed, but it really is leaving leaving the, the physiology as this as your your consciousness is being rearranged. Right. Yeah. It's like a purification process. Absolutely. Of, yeah. Like yeah, getting rid of so you can become more of kind of maybe. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but uh, it definitely. Poor Dre, my fiance. Like we really, <laughs> we never have. We just are like, this is so un-Australian of me. Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I don't know where so, that's coming from. You should have said toast butter and and Vegemite and cheese. Vegemites. Wait, what does that mean? <sighs> just like we we really get along. We really like oh, communication. That's, oh, that's so everything. Cute. Okay, like, love. Fr- like we're they go best together friends, like or, pirates and parrots. Yeah, like, yeah. Like and peas and Vegemite carrots. and cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. If he like shrimps this. and Barbies. <laughs> just kidding. Oh gosh. Okay, moving on. We're like Haley just uh, just like moved back in offended. her chair. She just moved farther away from Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Oh my gosh. But anyways, I mean we're we're always just solid and yeah. the last couple of days the poor thing has just been so patient with me because I'm all of a sudden like this moody little that's it's good practice for marriage yeah 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 i said it's okay i'm just unstressing it's fine yeah it's a great excuse yeah i'm just i'm just becoming enlightened this is what this is what enlightenment looks like just just (laughs) let me do it (laughs) but um no it's it was uh it was a great three days yeah and did you guys finish this portion of the course is it a long it's no we finished this this portion but um these are only the first four okay so she'll um through me and and matt probably finish the city's courses so she'll have all of them yeah and be a siddha a siddha and what does that mean a siddha means a perfected human 
And oh this look is at you. Jason, look at you. It's already happening. No. In Star Wars, where they like levitate everything and yeah. have all those powers, those are based on cities. Okay. Uh, but I mean, that's we 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 don't we don't. So know. how is that spelled? I'm guessing not S-I-D-D-H-I-S. Okay. But I own the URL New York Cities. What? Yeah. I own a lot of URLs. I, me too, but I would like to put up a domain there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, where was I going to go with this? I have no idea. Well, I'm, so I it's the Danish first. Brand. It's the first piece of yes. multiple. Right, and it's a type of process. it's a type of yoga. Okay. That Patanjali uh, cognized, and the sutras. That's where we get our word to suture. Mm-hmm. So bringing two things together and joining them. And, uh, and, and in this case, it's just another, the, the, the technique is different than the meditation. There's still things to say, sort of repeat in your head, but it, there's a very subtle difference. One is, um, sukshma, which is the way we use our mantra in Vedic meditation. And with cities, it's called sanyama, Okay. but I won't go into it here because it's, actually secret knowledge and we don't I, want to all i want is secret knowledge yes. Yes. always trying to get the secret you gotta knowledge get the secret knowledge yes we I just can't say we can't the... say it over yeah. so this, what but... are the do you have to do the evb is that wrong etv wow you have to do <laughs> all the wrong letters you have to do a few of those first before okay you... so first it's let's just talk through this for a second what's mm-hmm. out okay. there like what's what are the options okay exploring the vedas which i highly recommend uh, one through six. So that would mean six weekends. Um, I'm, I'm going to be doing an ET one ETV one here. Okay. Probably the week after the rounding retreat, I have a rounding retreat coming up in early November, which we should definitely, which will, what are the dates plug? Uh, (laughs) it's Thursday, the third. You guys see. have to do a rounding retreat. I'm oh, so Oh, no. Excited. Sorry. Yeah. It starts Thursday the 4th. Oh, it is the 4th. That night I it was begins. Wrong. The first meeting is that night, and then it ends Sunday the 7th around noonish. We okay. don't have all the details yet, but it's here in Santa Fe. So if you're a Vedic meditator and you want to come to beautiful Santa Fe and round your face off <laughs> and eat great food yes. and meet me and Bree, and hopefully Haley will come back for yeah, it. Yeah, if the timing works out, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Then... Um, reach out, email me. And then I think I think what I might do is offer Exploring the Veda the week after so people can stay if they haven't done it right. and continue to do that um, over at my new house because the, the rounding retreat will be at Cassidy's. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. So exploring the, Veda, exploring the Vedas one through six. Right. And it's good to spread those out. So you do one and then a month or two later, you do installment number two. Because it's just so much information. You, you need to integrate need to process it. it. Yeah, yeah, you need to integrate it. You need sense. to live yeah. a little bit. It just needs to be in, in your awareness. But it's masterfully taught by Tom, mm. who who always does a review. And I remember I didn't want to, I didn't want to do it. I was... <laughs> I was Why? Why didn't you want to do I it? I didn't have any money. Yeah. Mm. I was still a broke bartender. I learned how to meditate. And... Jeff Kober, who's uh, a colleague of mine um, and a, an amazing Vedic meditation teacher in Los Angeles, he I was initiated at his house by Tom. And he kept saying, why don't you come do Exploring the Veda with me? Why don't you? And I just said, no, nah, I don't have any money. Ah, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with my meditation. I don't need all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really felt that I didn't. And I 
didn't. I just was, I just wanted to be with this thing I'd been looking for my whole life and just meditate. And then he called me up one day and said, giving you a heads up, we're doing another Exploring the Veda this week. And I said, I don't have any money. And then for mm -hmm. some reason I said, but if a check for $600 comes in the mail tomorrow, then I guess I'll do it. And I'm going, what? what? Why did I just say that? Why did, why did I say that? He's like, okay, whatever. All right, see you later. And half the phone, <laughs> I thought that was the weirdest thing to say. And now I put that out there. Forgot about it. Next day, came home, got my mail. There was something no. for the IRS and my stomach dropped like, uh-oh, I'm going to owe like 3000 bucks. I opened it up. It was for $600 exactly. You are kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And I was I pissed. actually have heard this. I mean, yeah. this is... I just got goosebumps, And I wanted to spend that money on other things. <gasps> oh, I bet. Believe me. <laughs> on but Danishes. I, on Danishes. $600. And I had to call. I was so bummed because I didn't want to take it. I didn't want to do that. And I called up Jeff. He picked up the phone. He said, who sent you the check? And he said, the IRS. And he just laughed and laughed. And he said, uh, okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Bring fruits and flowers. I'll see you at 5 p.m. That's and he hung phenomenal. Up the phone and I was like, oh my here we God. go. And then once I did it, then I was like, I need all of them. I need all of them. You know? <laughs> when, when, when are we doing two? When are we doing three? They're awesome. Uh, so... Veda, exploring the Vedas <laughs> one through six, and then the cities, mastering the cities, also one through six, but one through five is kind of taught the way exploring the Veda is over like a weekend. But for mastering the cities six, you go away on a retreat. It's 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 just it's a whole other thing that last bit. So you're in this. You're in the first bit right now. Of, yeah, first city. So I've done Exploring the Veda 1, 2, and 3. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, just did Cities 1. And how does that feel? Does it is it that you have so much information now that you're still processing? Or does it feel like it's sort of changed your perspective on things? Or does it just feel like it's flowing through you? Kind of a bit of all of that. Like, I, I feel every little step you take, like, you... you learn how to round and then a rounding retreat and then your ETVs and then cities like it all like Teo was saying it's kind of layers mm -hmm. and it just over time feels like it's all kind of starting to like come together and click a little more and yeah it's pretty cool like a whirlpool but so sometimes it like feels like slightly overwhelming or I've said yeah. to Teo sometimes like I don't know if I'm smart enough like like you're I don't know if enough. I get you know but it does if it's I'm somewhat... smart enough you're smart <laughs> thanks but you it guys are both like, really smart. <laughs> but it, I do remember when I did Exploring the Veda 1, the first, I think, several hours, all I could think of is I'm never going to remember any of this, ever. That. This is this yep. is hopeless. This is, it's such meaty, And is the purpose knowledge. to remember it? No. It's to but put let it, it it's sink to put, in. Yes. Knowledge is for action. It's to put it into action. But... How can you put knowledge into action if you don't retain it? But the thing is, is you are the source of this knowledge anyway. So it sinks in and like the mantra disappears. And then when it's relevant to know it, comes. it comes up. And I mean, just in just exploring the Vedas, or, I mean, uh, mastering the cities with Haley when we were doing it, I would I was saying things before, like it, it, I've, I've retained it all. It happened. 
but it doesn't need to always be there. It's just the knowledge comes up when it's relevant to know something mm -hmm. and, and it's relevant to know something when, um, when action needs to be taken. And that's what Vedic knowledge is all about. And then in the meantime, you can worry about things like, let's get coffee, let's get danishes, let's go to <laughs> Owl Peak Farm and, you know, <laughs> have lunch. How and, good was Owl Peak Farm? Yes. That meal was insane. The place was beautiful. Yeah, so one so of my fun. students, Ceci, uh, or is it Cece? Uh-oh. I don't know. <laughs> See, <laughs> she, it's both. It's it depends both. on the dialect. She owns a place called Owl Peak Farm, and they do dinners and lunches it's about an hour and a half north mm -hmm. of santa fe mm -hmm. and uh and they have this great chef chloe although she's leaving she's moving to africa but they that's all the great chefs do that's yeah. all the great chefs do they're all yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a weird joke <laughs> it, was such a, it wasn't even a joke i don't even know what that was <laughs> who are they cooking for what do you know that we don't know? <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Bree said it. I did it. Uh, but they put on these amazing dinners and lunches out in this field, and there's dogs running everywhere. And the happiest so dogs. There's the happiest so many happy dogs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. But yeah. the, that was their last Saturday, I think, for the season. Mm -hmm. So now they just do Wednesday lunches, I believe. Yeah. Yep. It was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. We all got to do that together. Yeah, a couple together. days ago, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. can you just, just because I am a Mad Max nerd, can you just please tell everybody what you're doing next? Because I think it's the coolest thing in the world. Thank you. I, I think it, this probably is going to be my coolest job, I would say. Ever. 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 I just felt left out. Yeah. <laughs> Three, it's better. It's yeah, like yeah. three is the magic number, right? You gotta say it. Um, I, I mean, I don't want to jinx it. That's not real. That's not I real. um, I am about to. I think I can say it. It's on IMDb. Everyone knows. Yeah, everyone knows. Or we I can just, wait to release that. I no, just got, I mean, no. I just got scared, but I think it's fine. Um, what if I say it? Maybe it's better you if should you say it. No. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness, you, you guys. It. Now it's going to be such a letdown. Um, I'm going to Australia in January to start pre for the new Mad Max film, um, Mad Max Furiosa, um, doubling the incredibly talented Anya Taylor-Joy, who's the actress um, recently most known uh, for her amazing work on Queen's Gambit. She's incredible. Um, we started training already, which is exciting. But yeah, it's going to be an absolute wild Mad Max. That's right. Max. There's no, Have you, there's the no stunts better. in Mad Max That's are crazy. The most it stunty thing <laughs> I've ever heard. Exactly. I mean, it, that it's movie. The whole, it's that action. Yeah. 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 It's, That's um, so exciting. Thank you. Yeah. That's so And I'm major. like, I'm such a fan. So Teo I'm, I'm is, like, yeah. I'm giving, I'm giving him will Haley definitely be on eyes. set. He's like, oh, we can do the next city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. He's like, oh yeah, I'm flying out. Yeah, I'll yeah. be your your yeah. full time. Exactly. I'll be in the back teacher, of the. Like... I'll be in the back of the car. <laughs> I actually might need you there. Okay. This could be a thing. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put come. you on my contract. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna That's teach uh, George Miller. Oh, I'm sure he'd. Be and down. Anya. Yeah. Yeah. We can make that happen. Everyone should Let's learn. Let's make it happen. Yeah. 
But <laughs> you have to come too because I can't. For sure. We, we only we kick. only do. <laughs> no, we we only do slouching towards enlightenment in person. That's true. Yeah. Well, slouching towards enlightenment goes on tour. Slouching towards enlightenment. We have been planning to go to Australia. Yes. You guys are going to do Yemen. it. And Yemen. We're and Yemen also. Yes. And Africa. Yes. Yeah. And Africa because, because all, those all the chefs. chefs. All the great are chefs are there. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like a plan. I think it's, I think that's going to happen. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Done deal. Good. I love this. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, thank for you for coming guys. to talk to us. Thanks for having me. It's, it's been a blast. It's so fun to have it. It's have so you. fun. We're also going to have to have you back after you've gone through some of yeah, the like, oh, additional idea. cities. Yes, for sure. I and love that. Maybe I'll have taken a rounding retreat by then. Yeah. Yeah. Or have you, have you learned how to round? Do you round? No. Oh, yeah. Do that. November. Cool. November. November oh, yeah. 4th, 5th, and 6th. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, 7th. Yep. Get coral. Coral. Let her know now. Coral. And your parents. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So good. Well, yeah. um, thank you, Haley, for being on our podcast. Thank you, thank you guys. It was so thank fun you. having you, and we're going to miss you when you leave. I know. Do you leave I tomorrow? Thursday. Yeah, we're all sad. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to miss you guys, too. Thank you for welcoming me into your into your humble, amazing group of humans. Now you just have <laughs> to come back. It's been so fun. Yeah, I will be. <laughs> Okay. All right.